Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on the 12-week year. How to accomplish more in 12 weeks than most do in 12 months. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Brian Moran on the mic. He's a New York Times bestselling author and thought leader, recognized top global guru, and his book is in 13 different languages. This dude is a successful entrepreneur, consultant, speaker, and coach. And today, Fire Nation, we'll talk about why annual goals are actually a barrier to great results, how we can get ourselves to do what needs to be done, and we'll talk about why most plans fail, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Don't believe you can actually love what you do for work? Oh, you can. And my good friends and top marketing experts, Nick Unsworth and Brian Delaney, will show you how. Get instant access to their 90-minute training plus seven-figure playbook and resources on how to turn your passion into a profitable business at launchandscalenow.com. My buddy, Russell Brunson, founder of ClickFunnels, has a podcast called The Marketing Secrets Show, and he's on a mission to help get entrepreneurs unstuck so they can get back to changing the world. The Marketing Secrets Show is waiting for you. Visit marketingsecrets.com and subscribe today. Brian, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. What's up, Fire Nation? Hey, it's great to be with you. Um, I'm going to share something my friends don't know. It's actually, it's actually kind of embarrassing. I think my wife may be the only one that knows this. So I'm going public with it now. Um, <laughs> this may come back to haunt me. But years ago, my girlfriend and I, this was not my wife, this was prior to her, we entered a disco dance contest. <laughs> and uh, this was back in the early 80s. It, I mean, it's embarrassing even to say that. I'm sure my face is red. And 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 worse yet, we didn't even win. I think we got third. So <laughs> there you go. That's where my moves come from. I got all these great moves and they go way back to when we entered that contest. Oh, man. Well, you made the podium. So congratulations for that. And listen, <laughs> you know, we all have our thing. You know, this this will just be a sh- I don't think I've ever shared this on fire with uh, on Entrepreneurs on Fire with Fire Nation in 2,500 episodes, but you're encouraging me to do this. But I actually was during my junior year in college, spring break, I actually had a dance contest on Jerry Springer's stage because he was doing Springer break. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I also lost that contest. So no worries, man. No worries. You know, here you we might are even today. have video of that one though. That'd oh man, good. it made it. It made it on Jerry Springer. And like my grandparents got together and watched it. I'll never forget. Oh, I was like, right. you guys don't want to watch that probably because it's Springer break. But anyways, Fire Nation, as you know, we're talking about the 12-week year, how to accomplish more in 12 weeks than most people do in 12 months. And as I told Brian pre-interview, he is a brother from another mother. I am so passionate about batching and focusing and just going all in during certain times so that you can do other things. Like for the last four years now, Kate and I have taken a 90-day world trip every single year. We do it during hurricane season in Puerto Rico. We're gone. We're in Fiji. We're in Europe. We're doing other things. But we crush it during other parts of the year that allows us to do that. So let's get right into it, Brian. And let's talk about annual goals and how those and plans can often be a barrier to great results. Interesting thing, because no one's ever really even questioned that, right? It's just the way people do it. You set annual goals, you build the annual plans. You know, one of the things my business partner, Michael Lennington, and I found as we were doing that with clients is that, you know, there's benefits to it, but we were still getting 
um, not what not what our clients were really capable of, and we we're feeling the same for us. And and we realized that that annual cycle is just too long a time frame, John. Right? And in January, December looks a long ways off, and it's just easy to put things off. In your mind, you kind of go, "Well, I got plenty of time." And um, so we came across a concept called periodization from athletics, and it's really about f- focused effort uh, on particular skills and disciplines. And we took that. And we started working with it and we realized it had applicability and, and we adapted it to move beyond athletics to really focus in on business and personal. And that's where the 12-week year was born. So, you know, getting out of that annual environment, that, that, that illusion of lots of time was, was key for us helping our clients really accomplish more of what they were capable of. And, and so that's where the 12-week year was born. Um, and our clients don't you know, we don't, there are four of those in the year. John. There's just this 12-week year followed by the next. And, and the more you embrace that in your thinking, the bigger impact it has on your actions and results. I'm a huge proponent of this. And Brian, I don't, you may or may not know this, but back in 2016, and I kept getting from Fire Nation over and over again, like, John, I keep hearing like your guests, like Brian and Tim and Gary, like they just always are kind of coming back to goals and how they do set goals, but how do you set the right goals? Because obviously, you know, doing one, three, five-year plans aren't really what most successful entrepreneurs are seem to be focusing on. And that's when I came out with the Freedom Journal, which is accomplish one goal in 100 days. Like it's a very similar timeframe to what you're talking about because that's what was working for me from 2012 going forward with Entrepreneurs on Fire because it's so attainable. You know, you break it down into 10-day sprints, do 25-day quarterly reviews, looking back, and guess what? After 100 days, you can accomplish a meaningful goal, and then you can set the next one. But like you said, and I love that, it's so true, in January, December seems pretty far away, and that's just a reality. So people either are just like, oh, I have all the time in the world, so I'm going to wait until October to even start this thing. You know, just like when you're in college and that English professor's like, okay, we have a 50 page thesis due the last day of the semester. You're, you don't start that, that, that day. You started the, the night before the last day of the semester. And that's the problem with humans. We tend to do this stuff. So you've got to shrink this plan. And that's why I love the 12 week year concept, Brian. So let's talk about this world that we live in because it is a very diffused world. So first, Define diffused in the way that you want to talk about it and then share how we can focus in this diffused world. Yeah, I think it's more diffused than ever before because of technology. You know, um, I see it with my kids, man. They cannot, they will not put their phone down. And I'm like, what do you think you're missing on there, right? And there's just so many things vying for our attention and and we're just pulled from one thing to another. You know, we talk about this concept of of being present in the moment. And and that seems to be lost on just about everybody nowadays, right? We're trying to do six different things. We're one place physically, we're, we're six other places mentally. That's diffused. Anytime we're trying to take on too much, we're not going to be at our best uh, mentally, physically, right? And so the annual plan itself, the annual goals really lend itself to that. It creates it creates overwhelm. It creates diffusion. One, you're trying to plan for 12 months, which is impossible. I mean, think, think about what's going on right now. No one would have anticipated any of this a few months back. And and so, you know, the further you do, the further you go in the future with that, the greater the, the overwhelm, the greater the diffusion. And so it's really about being focused in this concept of less is more. And, and, and I know I'm one of those guys that no more is more. But, but in truth, less is more because we have limited capacity. 
we have limited time capacity, we have limited emotional capacity, we have limited intellectual capacity, right? Limited physical capacity. And if we don't recognize that, then what happens is it's, it's really easy to take on too much and be mediocre at everything. And, and with the 12-week year, John, our approach is let's be great at a few things versus mediocre at a bunch of things. Because that's really what's going to make your life worthwhile and going to get you to where you want to get to. Um, it's it's really about that focus. This is the difference between a floodlight and a laser beam. Ooh. Right? They're, they're both light, but when you focus that light, I mean, you can cut through steel with it. That's That's the same thing as an individual. When your attention and your energy is focused, it's really powerful. God, that's such a good analogy from the floodlight fire nation, this wide, weak light to a laser beam that can literally cut through metal. I mean, think about that. And I'm a, a huge believer in focusing Fire Nation. Follow one course until success. Because Brian, you are so right. So many people, they go one mile wide and one inch deep. Now, what does that mean? They're just going one inch deep with all these little things. And then they look up at the end of the day and they say, hey, why am I not making any impact? Because you're going one mile wide and one inch deep. The winners go one inch wide and one mile deep. They laser focus all the way. And I get this question all the time. They're like, John, what's next? What's next? And guess what? I will tell you, Fire Nation, when I know what's next, because right now things are just working. Entrepreneurs on Fire is rocking. Like this is what's currently working for me. And this is what I'm, I'm currently going forward in. But I can promise you when I come out with the next thing, it's going to be laser focused, meaning it's going to solve one massive problem better than anybody is solving that problem right now. If I am not going to go into a space unless I can say, you know what? I am going to be the best solution to this real pain point. I'm not going to go into a space. I'm going to la- I'm not, unless I can say that. I'm going to be laser focused on my next thing, Fire Nation. And that's where you should be bringing all of your efforts, all of your focus. Because guess what? We don't need a bunch of C students. We need a student that's getting an A plus in one thing and then is failing the other six co- the other six languages, the other six courses because guess what? You focus on the A plus and you go all in on that and you just win. So one phrase that you're a big believer in, Brian, which I really wanted to pull out here is that execution trumps ideas every day of the week. Expound upon that. Yeah, it's interesting because as you talk about, you know, being great at one thing, that's our thing. Everything we do is to help our clients execute. And, and and the reason is, is because it's not enough to know. I mean, you can have great ideas. You can be the smartest guy in the room. Um, you can have all kinds of resources. You can have millions of raving fans, all that stuff. Unless you execute, unless you implement, it's worthless. The marketplace only rewards the ideas, the knowledge, um, the resources that that are applied. And, and it's the same in your personal life. It's no different in your personal life. And and I think so often people are just looking for that that missing link, that that secret that they don't know that someone else knows and chasing this new idea. And not that not that that's bad, right? I mean, ideas are good in and of themselves, but they only really matter if you implement them. And so what I see is people are building and adding to their potential when they haven't actualized their current potential, right? If most people just did more of what they know, they'd be healthier, they'd have better relationships, they'd make a lot more money without learning anything new. For us, it's all about the execution. So many people are just focused on like, what's the next big thing? Like, what's the next big thing? And guess what? For some people who don't have a thing right now, that's not a terrible strategy because there might be the next big thing 
And that next thing might be, let's just say, TikTok. And you're like, you know what? This finally clicks with me. I am going to go all in on this. I mean, for me, back in 2012, I was seeing the next big thing being podcasting. What did I do? Did I just do one a week or one a month like everybody was doing? No, I did a daily podcast back in 2012 when not many people were listening to podcasts and not and almost nobody was producing podcasts, but I went all in. So that next big thing could be your thing, Fire Nation, or if you have something right now that you're passionate about, that you're curious about, that excites you, that you also have some knowledge, skill, and value in the world in, why not have that be your thing that you go 100% all in on now and become best in show? And if you look around, you're like, well, I can't be best in this because look at all these people that have been here longer and, and have more experience and more money than me. Well, guess what? Then you're just not niche enough. Niche down another level. Then look around. How's your competition look? Can you crush them there? If it's yes, crush them. If it's no, then maybe you niche down again. Now, a lot of people, Brian, know what have to, they know what has to be done. They, they actually do know that but they still just can't get themselves to execute. So how can we get ourselves to actually do what needs to be done in this world? The thing we're up against there is that we're all wired for comfort. You know, I I think that's the number one challenge of being great in any endeavor, right? It, It takes sacrifice to be great. I don't think you sacrifice your values your integrity, your family, your health, but you're going to sacrifice your comfort. And and understanding that that's how we're wired, that's the tendency. We all kind of seek that out. It doesn't make it bad, but it does It does become a pretty significant obstacle in getting uh, things you want in your life if you want to take your life to another level. And so, you know, part of it is uh, understanding that. Part of it, too, is too often people wait till they feel like doing it. And if it's something you haven't done before, it's challenging or it's a bit daunting, you're not going to feel like doing it. You're not going to be able to sit there and kind of talk yourself into doing it. Um, the only way you're going to feel better is if you actually do it. And and the first couple of times you do it, like your first podcast, John, probably wasn't terrible. your best podcast. Oh, terrible. My 50th <laughs> right? was really bad too. I mean, it took a long time. Yeah. And so you've got to be prepared for that. You got to give yourself some grace and realize, look, um, the confidence comes with the competence. The competence only comes Ooh. as I do it and I pay attention to what, how I'm doing, and I'm constantly looking at ways to improve. But, but if we're sitting around waiting until we feel like doing it, that's never going to happen. You're never going to feel like it. So you've got to learn to act on your commitments, not your feelings, which is really huge, right? To make a commitment to it and say, I know I'm not going to feel like doing it. So when this time shows up on Tuesday morning and I'm supposed to do this, I'm not going to I'm not going to second guess myself. I'm not going to start to think about there are other times I could do it or there might be more important things now. I'm just going to start to engage the activity. And the key is starting it. Sometimes it's overwhelming to think about finishing it. You, you know, I think something like 83% of Americans anyways, I don't know about the rest of the world, would like to write a book. We wrote the precursor to the 12 week year in 12 weeks. Whoa. We wrote the thing in 12 weeks that changed our business, changed our lives. You know, now we didn't feel like writing it. We just sat down and started writing it. And and it was one of those things that if you want to write something, don't think about all the chapters and all the pages or anything. Just sit down for 15 minutes and write something. If you write a sentence or you write six pages, that's fine. Separate the the starting from the finishing, right? Focus on the starting. Get it going. Take some time. Doesn't Doesn't matter what the output is. Just engage in that activity, which is really key. Almost too many value bombs for me to repeat, Fire Nation, but I'm going to pull out three that I just flippin' loved. Number one, confidence comes with competence. 
I love that phrase. Brian, I'm stealing it from you. I'm going to give you <laughs> credit twice as a person who like introduced me to it, but then it's mine forever. So good luck with that. <laughs> okay. Confidence comes with competence. I love that. Fire Nation, do the thing that you fear the most and fear will dissipate. Like that's a kind of rough translation of a Mark Twain quote, but it's so true. And listen, we just did this five-day challenge all about thinking like an expert. And the number one amateur belief that people admitted to, which won't surprise you, Brian, was lack of confidence. Like people are just like, I'm just not confident. Well, of course you're not because you're not competent at the thing. Do the flipping thing. And with competence will come your confidence. It will grow. It will bloom like a flower. I was so incompetent at podcasting when I started that I had no confidence, obviously. But as I evolved with my competence, my confidence came right with it. And something else I want to talk about is Fire Nation, act on your commitments, not your feelings. Guess what? Brian and I talked about this pre-interview. We both have a Peloton bike. I use it six days a week. He's sometimes on it two days a week. He's just not as committed as I am on this. It's, it's okay, Brian. It's okay. <laughs> I got a different plan. I'm, I'm working with weights more than I am cardio. Ah, I do both though, so no excuse. So Fire Nation, act on your commitments, not your feelings. Do I feel like strapping into Peloton six or seven days a week? No, I don't because the Peloton kicks my butt. Like Brian, I'm actually obsessed with the 20-minute rides because I feel like it's a sprint and I just crush it and I'm just, I leave it all on the mat. I mean, I am just a sweaty mess by the end of that. But I know that it's going to be brutal. So guess what? I don't say, hey, do I feel like doing the Peloton today? Heck no, because my heart rate is going to be 175. I'm going to be sweating and huffing and puffing. No, I don't feel like doing that. But I am committed to doing that. And my favorite trainer, my favorite instructor on Peloton, Leanne Hainsby says, the hardest thing is strapping in. It's the hardest thing. But guess what? Once you're strapped in, because you have to actually click in with the Peloton, man, then you're committed. Like, so what do I commit to? Not to doing a 20 minute ride. I just commit to strapping in. And sometimes I even say to myself, you know what? I'm just going to take it easy on this ride. But once that ride starts and the music's blasting and the leaderboard's up there, forget about it. I go balls to the wall and I flip and crush it. And the last thing I want to talk about, Fire Nation, is focus on the starting, not the finishing. That was the third and final value bomb from Brian I wanted to drop. And if you think we're even close to dropping value bombs on this episode, you cannot be more wrong. As soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors, we have more for you. Like, why do most plans fail? And how can we actually be great today? So we'll see you soon, Fire Nation. Stick around. Have you ever wondered how in the world you're supposed to market in a way that lets you get your products, your services, and the things you believe in most out into the world and yet still remain profitable? You're not alone. And today I want to share a podcast that will give you the answer. My buddy, Russell Brunson, founder of ClickFunnels, has a podcast called The Marketing Secrets Show, and he's on a mission to help get entrepreneurs unstuck so they can get back to changing the world. Tune in every Monday and Wednesday. Wednesday as Russell pulls back the curtain and shares everything from tough lessons learned to mindsets to pure marketing strategy. You'll also learn more about Russell's personal journey and secrets to growing a business from $0 to $100 million in just three years without any capital. The Marketing Secrets Show is waiting for you. All you have to do is visit marketingsecrets.com and subscribe today. That's marketingsecrets.com. 
Picture this. You've just figured out how to turn your passion into a profitable business. You love what you do for work. You're impacting the world and you have the freedom to enjoy your life the way you want to. Want to learn how to get there? My good friends and top marketing experts, Nick Unsworth and Brian Delaney, created a free training where they're sharing exactly how you can launch and scale your expertise to the world, quickly create and launch the perfect high fee offer, and the exact steps to create a sales funnel right out of the gate. Plus, when you sign up today, you'll also gain access to their seven-figure playbook free. Inside the playbook, you'll find brand new funnels, scripts, and word-for-word copy that they've used to help their clients generate seven and even eight figures in revenue. That means you don't have to start from scratch or recreate the wheel when it comes to a solid start in your marketing strategy. Visit launchandscalenow.com today to sign up for their free training. That's launchandscalenow.com. Brian, we're back. And as I was teasing before the break, you know, plans fail. In fact, most plans fail. Tell me why. They do. Traditional plans, most of them fail. They don't, they just never executed. You know, the the goal for most people is just to create a plan. Um, The only reason we plan is because it helps you execute, but how it's written, how it's structured. You know, we've touched on a few things. Annualized planning just creates overwhelm and diffusion. And that's one of the reasons why the plans fail and why they're never executed. So when we focus down to a 12-week year, you know, the plan's much more focused. As we talked about earlier, less is more, right? We may have one or two, maybe three goals at most. And, and, and then the other thing that's important is that most plans are conceptual or directional. They're not tactical, and you can't execute concepts. Like if if you're trying to sell, right? Cross-sell or referrals, those are great concepts. They don't execute though. Networking, that doesn't execute. You've got to get statements in your plan to describe specific actions that you can take. And, and this is really hard for people. We've done this with thousands and thousands of clients and they struggle with it because they've never been taught to plan this way. Uh, but when we get granular in a plan, uh, three things happen, John. First, you'll know the magnitude of the work. When it's conceptual, it masks it. So it looks like you can have a lot more goals because it looks like you've got two action items per goal when you, when it's conceptual. When you break that down tactically, that, that could be anywhere from a dozen to a couple dozen actual actions that you need to take. So one is when we get granular, it, you know, it, it really captures the magnitude of the work. Two, you now know what matters most for the next 12 weeks, which is really powerful because we talk about being focused versus diffused. There's a day-to-day aspect of that where everything's coming at you. If you don't know what matters most from an activity standpoint, then all bets are off, right? So once we have that, it, it by default, that's what matters most. Everything else is secondary then. And then the third thing that happens, and this is probably the biggest benefit, is it creates a breadcrumb trail. So you'll know specifically what worked and what didn't work so you can dial it in. And that's critical because there is no perfect plan. I don't care how many times you plan and how many plans you've written, the plan's flawed to some degree. And um, the only way you know if it's any good is you got to go execute it and measure it. And so the process is one of dialing it in, right? Get out there, fail as fast as you can, get that feedback from the marketplace, and then dial it in. You can't do that unless your plan is tactical. So the reason most plans fail is 
fail, they, they don't get executed and they're not executed because they're too broad, they're too conceptual, they're overwhelming, they're diffused. Fire Nation, the breadcrumb trail is critical. I mean, we have to look back and we have to learn from where we've come. I mean, that is a critical aspect. I mean, Brian shared a ton of things about why most plans fail. That's the one thing that I want to go back and touch upon because listen, I have learned more from my quarterly reviews you know, of my 100-day goals that have helped me for the next 25 days and the following 50 and then 75 to make sure that I actually finish where I want to finish when I have that plan of action. And now there's a lot of important lead indicators in this world, Brian, but what is our most powerful lead indicator? It starts with the understanding of what do we control, right? Do we control our actions or our outcomes? And the reality is we control our actions. We desire the outcomes. We influence the outcomes. Those are the goals. What we control are the actions. Mm -hmm. And so with the 12-week year, we measure results. We measure lead and lag indicators. Fire Nation, probably familiar with those terms, right? Um, but, But we score our weekly execution, so we're going to track and measure the lead and legs. We're going to score execution. And, and that's the most powerful lead indicator you have. Why? Because that's what we can control. We control the actions. And so with the 12-week year, that plan translates to a weekly plan. And every week you're scoring your execution against that plan. And so you're going to know as the CEO of your world, whether you're at 90 percentile or 30 percentile or wherever you're at. And the reason that's the most powerful lead indicator is because that's the greatest predictor of your future. I mean, if you think about it, you want to predict your future, look to daily actions. You want to know what your health is going to be like three years from today, look to daily actions. You want to know what your relationships are going to be like three years from today, look to daily actions. You don't want to know what your income is going to be like three years from today, look to your daily actions. And so we track the lead and lags, we score the execution. And... um. The combination of those two numbers tells the story too. You'll, if if you're doing that, you'll be able to pinpoint the breakdown and make the adjustment sooner. Fire Nation, do we control our actions or our outcomes? Actions. We control our actions. Say it with me. Actions. Now, and I love that last part, Brian. Do you want to predict your future? Well, what are you going to look at? You're going to look at your daily actions. Put in the reps. Be focused on taking action, Fire Nation. This is what I want to be hammering into over and over again throughout this entire interview. And Brian, I want to end with a bang. How can we, Fire Nation, be great today? Yeah, I love it. I love it. We have a concept, a principle we call greatness in the moment. And, and that's the realization that life is lived in the moment, that really all we have is right now. A minute ago exists as a memory. The future's not here. What we have is now. And yet the tendency for people is to look outside ourselves and think, if I'm ever going to be great, it's sometime in the future, right? When my income's at a certain level, my relationships look a certain way. When the truth of the matter is you're either great in the moment or you're not. And either way, that's reflected in your future. And I think as you as you begin to grasp that concept, it's, a, it's an incredibly empowering concept because what it tells us is, look, we don't have to wait to be great. In fact, if we're waiting to be great, we probably never will be. Right. The I, I would argue Michael Phelps didn't become great when he won his 22nd gold medal or whatever it was. Right. It happened years before that, really in a moment when he decided to do the things he needed to do. Those gold medals were simply the evidence or the confirmation of it. And, it, and it's the same for Fire Nation. It's the same for all of us. We're great in the moment when we choose to do the things 
that we that we know we need to do to create the outcomes we want. And so the empowering part of that is there is no waiting, right? I, I can stand that ground right now. And 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 the more I do that, the better life's gonna look for me in the future. Greatness is in the moment, Fire Nation. All we have is right now. So look in the mirror and say, what action, action can I take right now to improve this future of mine, to predict my future in the way that I want it to have an outcome for? Now, Brian, you've dropped countless value bombs. So give us your one major takeaway that you want to make sure our listeners, Fire Nation, walk away with from all that we've talked about today. Then give us a call to action about where we can learn more about what you have going on with the 12-week year. And then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, the big thing for me is just it's all about the execution. Don't get caught up in chasing a bunch of new ideas or looking for something you don't know. Focus on the execution. It'll literally change your life in a very, very short period of time. And focus that down to 12 weeks where every 12 weeks is a, is a new year. Every 12 weeks is a fresh start. There's a, there's a hard line in the sand where you're going to measure your success or failure. You're going to celebrate your progress with this intense focus on the execution. And you'll get to where you want to get to a whole lot quicker in a fraction of the time. I've got something for you. It's called the Getting Started Course. Ooh. And if you go to 12weekyear.com, that's the number 1212weekyear.com forward slash fire, um, you'll get three emails from me. The first is there's a set of disciplines around the 12-week year that I'm going to walk you through over the course of about 10 days. And so you get three different emails spaced out a little bit that'll kind of walk you through this whole concept of how to put the 12-week year into play for you. Fire Nation, 12weekyear.com slash fire. You're going to get three magnificent emails walking you through this process. And Brian, what's the end goal here? I mean, obviously, we want to be really being able to implement this 12-week year into our life, into our process. How can we make sure that happens? Yeah, big thing is don't go it alone, right? Find someone else who has big goals and big dreams and is willing to engage with you and and go arm in arm. And that's one of the things we'll talk about in that um, getting started course. Oh, it's cool. uh, the peer support is really critical. You know, when we go it alone, statistically, we're stacking the odds against ourselves. So find okay. someone. This, these podcasts are great for that, right? You're not going alone. You're hearing from other people. You're, um, you're, you're getting new insights around that. But find one or two people that are committed to living the life they're capable of and then go forward together. Fire Nation, just like Brian mentioned, you're not going at it alone as long as you have access to Entrepreneurs on Fire. You're hanging out with Brian Moran today. You're hanging out with me today. And you know that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So I think you got two pretty awesome people averaging your five up in a pretty solid way. So keep up that heat. And if you want to get all the show notes for today, just head over to eofire.com, type Brian in the search bar, and the show notes page will pop up with links to everything. But the strong call to action, Fire Nation, is to head over to... 12weekyear.com slash fire. That's his free getting started course that's going to consist of three emails. It'll take you through the process. It'll get you started. And then of course, you'll be able to rock it when you move forward with your 12-week year version. So Brian, I just want to say thank you, brother, for sharing your truth, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we will catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. It's been fun. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Brian, and 
I've created a treasure trove, Fire Nation, a literal treasure trove of free courses for you. I teach you how to podcast, how to run a mastermind, how to create funnels, how to come up with your big idea, and they're all free courses. Visit eofire.com slash resources to start your learning today, and I will catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Don't believe you can actually love what you do for work? Oh, you can. And my good friends and top marketing experts, Nick Unsworth and Brian Delaney, will show you how. Get instant access to their 90-minute training plus seven-figure playbook and resources on how to turn your passion into a profitable business at launchandscalenow.com. My buddy, Russell Brunson, founder of ClickFunnels, has a podcast called The Marketing Secrets Show, and he's on a mission to help get entrepreneurs unstuck so they can get back to changing the world. The Marketing Secrets Show is waiting for you. Visit marketingsecrets.com and subscribe today.